0: Welcome into the Locked On Syracuse Podcast. Tyler Aki with you, your only place to get Daily Orange Podcast. Thanks so much for checking out today's episode. Part three of three of our conversation with Justin Knight. In today's episode, we're gonna get into how he chose a shoe sponsor. And pretty much how he ended up with Reebok at the end of it all. We'll also talk about some of his favorite restaurants that he visited during his time in Syracuse. And a whole lot more. But first, be sure to check out the show everywhere online at LO underscore Syracuse. And you'll get everything you need to know about this podcast moving forward. Including some abbreviated versions of the podcast. If you want to see some of the highlights, those are all on our Twitter page as well. We've put out a couple of them from our time with Justin Knight that we've spent with him over this whole week. So we appreciate you all listening, downloading, and for those of you who rate, comment, and subscribe, we really appreciate you. If you are out protesting during these times, please, please, please stay safe because you are all doing something to invoke change, and we need people like you out there on the front lines letting your voice be heard. And I've seen some great outpouring of support coming from the Syracuse community as well during these protests and stuff like that and it's all been very peaceful so I'm glad to see that that's all happening in the Syracuse community or wherever you may be out letting your voice be heard. All right, let's talk to Justin Knight. So with your relationship with Coach Fox, obviously he was your college coach and now he's your professional coach. How did that come to be?
1: I mean, that was that was just a weird situation in general like I'm not even gonna lie, like, I, um, I think, like, my mentality, and, uh, I, I guess, like, they didn't, I wouldn't say they didn't take it seriously, but, like, it's not, like, basketball and football, where, like, you have people, like, maybe, like, the Secret Service or FBI, that's, like, actually watching to see, like, you know, who's talking to these kids and stuff, but, Uh um, for me, in, in my situation, um, I remember coming back from World Championships, um the summer of my junior year and I ran really well like I got ninth in the world placing top 10 in my first world championship and um a lot of people that I was friends with as pros were like oh man like you know my coach just talked to me about you and like he'd love to have you uh how many years of college you have left like and they're talking to me and these are like world renowned renowned, uh, runners so um it was really cool in a sense but at that point in my life, I would never won an NCAA title, and or an individual NCAA title. And um, mm-hmm. I remember getting back to school, and uh, I just told Coach, and like he's like, "Oh, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get a lot of people wanting to talk to you this year." And I was just like, Coach, honestly, I'm not talking to anyone until the very last NCAA championship race. Like, you know, if people want to call you and ask you what you know how's this Justin Knight kid is. He a good athlete. Is he a good kid? Like, sure, you can talk to him, whatever. But for me, as an athlete, like I'm, I was so determined and so focused on getting that championship because it's something that I've been striving for for four years. And um, I think like um, there was some rumors going around, maybe uh, late into my my season on the track, uh, for outdoors and. To be honest, I knew nothing about it. Like I never talked to Reebok. I've never uh like I didn't really know too much about it. And uh it just ended up being one of those things where like after I raced like coaches just like, Hey, like this opportunity presented itself and you know, I was thinking about doing it and um I'd really like to do it with you if if you wanted to be a part of it. And um from there I just it was kinda like the college recruiting process all over again where Um, you know, I did my visit at Nike and I actually walked into Phil Knight's office and I made a joke to his secretary. Yeah, I didn't make it. (laughs) His office is so big that it has a waiting room. So I made it into the waiting room and then there's like another office on top of that. And um, that visit was one of its own. And um, I remember joking around with the secretary and I walked in and my parents were there and like, you know, all these Nike guys were with me. And I went to the secretary and she's like, Hi, can I help you? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm Mr. Knight And she like, Excuse me <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Yeah, um, I'm I'm Mr. Knight and uh I was, and I, I don't remember like how the conversation went and then my mom came in and then she was just like, Please excuse him, like our last name's night, we're on a tour and and then she <laughs> laughed and she died of laughter and she was like well Phil just stepped out but like I would have loved if you came back and did that while he was here. and unfortunately I had a short schedule so I I never got a chance to meet the Phil Knight but uh that's so good funny encounter that I had over there but yeah it was just an interesting experience and then um at the end of the day it was just like college where it just came down to um evening out the positives and negatives of both companies that I was truly looking at and uh, at the time, you know, it ended up being Reebok, so it was a good decision for me.
0: Let's talk about Reebok a little bit. What is the Reebok campus and visit like when when you're going through that process?
1: It was it was really it was really really cool. They have a really nice facility um, out in Boston. I forgot the specific area that it's called, but it's like almost like this like this harbor, like this docks and. Um, is it Boston Harbor animals. is that. I'm not sure. I know I have a lot of teammates from Boston. So if they listen to this, they're going to think I'm an idiot. But uh, <laughs> it's it's in an area of Boston, like on one of the harbors where they're really building the infrastructure a lot. Like they're building okay. all these big buildings and businesses are starting to move in there. But Reebok already has their company located there. It's really it. nice. It's really cool. And um, it was a really cool visit. Like I met um, some really high up people in Reebok um they gave me a, a signed Shaq jersey and they gave me uh some shoes that Shaq wore and stuff like that yeah they, they <laughs> so they, they built uh, up
0: your memorabilia did. collection pretty good
1: they did they did and obviously there's no secret like how do you win Justin win with basketball I mean <laughs> not to I'm just joking around but if Nike really wanted me and they didn't want to go the basketball route it, all, it it could have taken a call from Drake. <laughs> <I'm> joking,
0: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Get you some OVO uh, Jordans too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would have been funny. But um, yeah, my, my time at Reebok was really fun. Um, I just felt like my goals and their goals were one in the same kind of in different avenues. Like obviously they're not runners, they're a company, but I felt like the goals that I had and the way I, I go about um, reaching them was very similar to um the way that they uh kind of envisioned their company trying to achieve their goals so um it was a really great visit um they basically you know told me that they wanted me to kind of be the face of their new new running franchise or whatever that they're building and Um, it was just a great experience out there.
0: Alright Justin, before we move on, I do need to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. This is our favorite protein bar and it tastes just like a candy bar, which is why we love it so much. Comes in 16 amazing flavors and if you're motivated by all the things Justin's been saying about running then Built Bar is a great way to cap off your workout. Perfect for the health conscious guy or gal and a great way to lose or maintain weight while also indulging in a delicious treat. And if you use our offer you go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code locked on you'll get ten dollars off your first order again go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on for ten dollars off your first order you bring up the the shack stuff and, the, and all that memorabilia i want to hear about some of your your cute memorabilia back to
1: basketball you yeah always back we do basketball. yeah
0: we should just do a basketball <laughs> podcast me and you i know <laughs> Is there a piece of, of Syracuse memorabilia, whether it's something from your running days, or or even, I mean, something outside of running, whether it's something basketball or football or or some other sport related that you've got hung up or that you still have a, have with you that that you really cherish?
1: Yeah, there's a there's a couple of stuff. Like one, um, I have my, and I actually have it in this room right now. If we we're doing a video call, I'd show you. But, um, I have this. Like I guess it's a it's a Q's jersey and it's it's framed and it has a picture of me crossing the line with your favorite pose and then <laughs> um, my Q's jersey that I wore in that race so it it even has like a little bit of mud on it still and um the bib number that I was wearing from NCAA okay and um yeah the coaches did that for me um after winning NCAA's and it was really really nice of them and uh you know. For four years, I was striving to achieve that. So sometimes, just coming in this room and looking at it, it, it brings up good memories. And then, um, aside from running, I actually have a Floyd Little story, which. Um, oh wow! You know, yeah, I, I saw the I I saw the news recently. Um, you know, if anybody's gonna fight, if you know Floyd or you ever got a chance to talk to him, he's the guy to do it. So, um, you know, my prayers are forever going out to him. But you know, he's been a, a remarkable role model for me at Syracuse, and uh I'll, I'll just tell you a quick story about it so when i was a freshman um i used to kind of go in into manly and you know floyd worked there and he had his own office and he was just so nice to me so like me and him actually became really really good friends and i would just go hang out in his office and you know talk about adjusting to school and like i had my own problems as a freshman and you know, the whole dorm situation and stuff. And he was telling me about stories of his day and like how to kind of overcome that and how to stay motivated on the track and stuff like that. And I would just always go into his office and I'd like have my feet up on his desk and we would just talk for like (laughs) 30 minutes, 45 minutes and then I'd have to go to class. And um, I remember one day, like I was midway through my freshman year and I was just talking to Floyd, just sitting in his office with my feet up. And out of nowhere, he was just like, hey, Justin, you want to see my Super Bowl ring? And I was just like, <laughs> Super Bowl ring? Because at, at this point in time, I feel really bad saying this, but I ha- I didn't have any idea about, like, the 44 legacy. I didn't know if he was a, even a football player. And I was like, Super Bowl ring? <laughs> and I was like, what? You're lying. You're lying. And he's like, no, I got a Super Bowl ring. And then he showed it to me. And then he gave me a bunch of signed... Um, signed cards and then he he gave me a signed bobblehead and um I think like I really cherish that and like just getting to know Floyd as a person and how much he's helped me out into growing into a young man um uh I'm, I'm just really thankful just to even be able to call him a friend and just to see eventually finding out who he was and all that he's accomplished in his life um you know that memorabilia means so much to me and uh I think like it goes to show like with Floyd and I don't know if you ever had a chance to meet him or I don't know if you like you know about him but he is such a humble guy like how could I possibly gone through like almost all my freshman year and not know that this guy played football like he he just would not talk about himself too much and not like brag about himself but he was just a remarkable person and um Yeah, I was just really thankful to get a chance to know him and uh, for him to give me, like, those cards and the bobblehead, like, that was a big deal for me, and I still have it to this day. So um, that was really nice of him.
0: That's so cool. That I mean, that just shows you too. I mean, we have had a number of football recruits on this show, and you hear them talk about the Syracuse family, and, and that's really it right there. And just I mean, yeah. you're two guys in different worlds. One guy's a, a, an NFL Hall of Famer, college football Hall of Famer, and then you you're you're a freshman track and field cross country <laughs> runner, and you form a bond like yeah. that. That's just so cool to me. It's
1: awesome, and that's where like you know it's the Orange family forever. There's there's so many people that I think like we look at each other especially now being graduated and like you know we don't see each other every day it's just we look at each other and we understand that there's stuff that you know Eric Dungey can do that I can't do and there's stuff that I can do that Elijah Hughes can't do or you know vice versa and stuff like that but we all value each other as people and uh, we see each other as family so I, I think like you know Syracuse just does a really good job of Um, picking the right athletes and um, you know we have a really good we're represented very well with you know every student athlete that is a part of that program
0: and I mean you guys pay it forward too which is which is really cool I mean I think the three biggest Qs fans sure we've got the rabid ones that listen to podcasts like these (laughs) but I think the biggest Syracuse fans and, and this is in no particular order but it's you yeah Floyd's right up there and then Mike Tarico. Uh-huh. I mean, no one shows more love <laughs> yeah. on on Twitter than you and Tarico.
1: Oh my gosh! I know some people like I think they see me like and retweet so much Syracuse stuff. Where they're like, <laughs> I didn't even go to Syracuse. Like, why is this popping up on my timeline? But yeah. I just closed the yearbook, and- Justin. Syrac- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It's so crazy, and it's it's funny because like even some of the Syracuse um the football guys like. I mean, I didn't even, like, Andre Cisco. I, I think, like, maybe we had a year where we um, interconnected. Like, I don't know if he came early in the spring and stuff, but um, I personally don't remember, like, seeing him there uh, when I was at Syracuse. But, you know, he's a guy that, you know, he has his own background. Like, he's amazing. I'm a huge fan. But, um, you know, on Instagram, Twitter, like, these guys see me raise him, Tommy DeVito. Um, I can, you know, Strickland and those guys, like they always show me love. And um, they're guys that I probably didn't see every day. And um, some of the younger players, like, I don't even know if they might have remembered me being there, but they see that I went to Syracuse, I was an athlete just like them, and they just always show me love. So I, I really, I really try to do the same for those guys.
0: Part of the family aspect of Syracuse Athletics, I want to get into this right now. Joe Girard's TikTok. All right. I saw that one the other day. You're featured in it. You're into it, man. You're you're like you're oh, you're doing man. my my favorite pose, <laughs> and then I see Tommy DeVito, and, and he gives a half-hearted effort. Like like, what
1: is that? <laughs> hey, Tommy. Tommy's busy. We don't we don't know what Tommy was was going through or anything. But uh, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like the thing is, it's so funny because I saw that video and I felt so bad. I was like, man, my old head is really popping up in this video. Like I thought there was going to be like other people that might have graduated that might have been in it, but um, I was. It was cool because like Joe, um I got a chance to kind of know him just like showing up to the basketball games at the UVA game, Virginia Tech, and stuff. And you know he knows that he has the support from me, but um just for him to kind of reach out and like think of me as a cool person to include, in that was that was pretty cool. And I even I even hopped into Aaron Belinsky's too. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, did back, you? I no, I haven't seen well. that one. I'll <laughs> check that
0: one out later. Are, yeah. are you on TikTok?
1: <laughs> I am on TikTok. I I took a leave of absence at one point in time. Uh, And then it kept popping up on my timeline and I was like, ah, oh, you know what, I gotta start making videos again. So I only have two videos <laughs> up right now, but okay. uh, you might catch a little more from me in the future.
0: <laughs> All right. i right, I'm gonna say, I was one of the people who I, I vowed to be last on the app and I gotta say, my, I'm very, very worried because this week I've really ramped it up <laughs> of my use, my usage on it. I'm very scared to see my screen report at the end of the week. I think they come oh, out on Sundays yeah. for me,
1: <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> When they release those screen reports, you just, you feel so bad about yourself. You're just like, man, I need need to like go outside and like go for a walk or something. Like maybe i I leave my phone too.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Let's talk about some Syracuse restaurants here because that's kind of how this relationship with with us and and you started was that you chimed in. You were one of the first big names to chime in on one of our little Twitter (laughs) games. And so what what were some of your favorite places to eat back, back when you were in Q's?
1: First of all, you guys killed that on Twitter. Like, especially thank when you. the world... That's was... all Tim, all right? That's when... not me.
0: That's Tim.
1: Oh, man, tell Tim thank you. Because when the world is under quarantine and, you know, there's so much uncertainty and, like, honestly, it felt like there's an apocalypse that I was going to come or something. But uh, <laughs> it was really fun that you guys were putting up those uh, those brackets and, you know, having those, like... You know this over that and stuff like that. So that was really fun to be a part of, and my whole team ended up being a, a huge part of it. Like they started fighting. And yeah, I saw a bunch of them. hmm Yeah, <laughs> but um, some of my favorite restaurants. Um, obviously I don't know if you've been there, but Mother's Cupboard. My mm-hmm. God, like that is a true breakfast restaurant. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> and usually, usually I don't talk down on restaurants or companies or anything, but when people tell me that Mom's Diner with their spot i'm with you food. man I'm, I'm just like come on that's the thing i can make that food in my house but mother's <laughs> covered i don't know if you've been there but the next time you're in syracuse you have to go like we right i've been going there every sunday or saturday since i was a freshman every single week our team goes there after a long run and uh you have the best french toast you'll ever have in your life on oh, god like if i'm wrong you know I don't know, but you can settle it. But they have a they have a lot on that menu. That's great. Um, to keep it on breakfast, as of recently, um, the last time I was in Syracuse over the winter holiday, um, I went to Rising Shine. Have you ever heard of that one?
0: I've I've heard of it. I haven't been there, but I've heard of it. Yeah,
1: it is really good. And uh, there's two of them. One is uh, it's not on campus, but it's like Westcott that. I actually okay. used to live off of spot, but you know that, have you ever heard of Spot Like that area where. Yeah. I yeah. I know that is. area.
0: I used to live on Lancaster and Ackerman. So it's walking distance.
1: Oh, no way. Damn. You might've seen me running from my house. That I probably did a couple of a times. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So they they have a, a rise and shine over there now, which it was phenomenal. I went with my girlfriend and her family and like, it was, it was a blast. Like if you take a girl on a date there, like it's a place to go for breakfast, whatever um dinosaur barbecue always has a special spot in my heart I remember uh especially when I had my car on campus uh junior and senior year like if I didn't have any class for the rest of the afternoon I would literally just call in my order drive to dinosaur and go home and eat it uh for lunch and (laughs) um that being said Alto Cinco is one of my favorites as well that's a good one yeah um yeah oh my gosh the jerk chicken burrito that was my go-to yep or the cat that was mine too yep yep okay so you know I Um, know yeah lastly like I know it's a chain but I've had so much fun experiences at the Cheesecake Factory like I I just have to know that one so the Cheesecake Factory is amazing
0: the cheesecake factory in syracuse has the best waiter waitress staff of any restaurant in syracuse I and mean, i will stand by yeah. that i mean yeah we had we used to have these guys who i mean they they're quick on the bread change like they they know when you're getting yep. low on bread um they're just and they're just they've got these witty one liners and stuff like that that keep you entertained from the moment you sit down to the moment you pay your bill and, I mean, I don't know what it was. It was just the cheesecake. Every time we went there, there was some <laughs> waiter who was just an absolute character. And we loved it.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, I've never had a bad experience there. And I trust me, I've been there probably more than I should have gone. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the cheesecake was so fun. I miss Destiny. That was a fun mall. And, yeah. Um, even, like, as I said, like my girlfriend, her name's is Jess, um, she went to Syracuse and she's from Syracuse. Um, and she, since I started dating her, like she's expanded my knowledge about everything about the city, including like restaurants and, you know, all these other places. I haven't been to Hyde yet, but I heard that's a place I have to try. But, um, Mm -hmm. I think there's a steakhouse, steakhouse called Prime. I'm not sure, but that one's really good. Holly's Tenders is obviously a classic. Oh yeah. Um, Uh And then uh lacy i think it's called lacy's tapas lacy's tapas bar yep mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that place that, that's a date spot like that's really good and, all right um, yeah i mean i can i can probably go on and we could have our own podcast about food but yeah. i want <laughs> to pick a-
0: up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all right uh justin i mean you were awesome man this was so much fun and and let's hopefully do it again sometime too because uh i mean You're, you're a Syracuse fan. All right. You're one of us. You're you're not just just Justin the runner. You're a Syracuse fan. So we'd love to have you on again sometime, but I appreciate you taking the time and best of luck with the rest of this training period and, and whatever races that you may have in the near future.
1: Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it. And uh, it's always great. Like, I know, I know we might've crossed paths, maybe, maybe not, uh, during my time at Syracuse, whether we known it or not, but, uh, The Syracuse family, like, it extends more than just athletics. Like, you know, anybody that went to the university, I see you guys as family and you know, I want to see you guys be successful and, you know, after this podcast is done we can talk about what you're doing and stuff like that. But um I'm just as much as a fan of you as you are as a fan of me and uh I really appreciate you guys even including me on this podcast and uh keep up the good work. As I said, I listen to you guys when I go on the run sometimes and you guys keep me very entertained, so you know thank you guys for everything that you do for the Syracuse fans and obviously you don't have to do it but um you guys do a very good job of keeping us informed and uh kind of giving us information in a way that's easy to digest so thank you for that
0: awesome stuff with Justin Knight you know that was my favorite interview that I have ever done and he was so genuine so honest and we appreciate him spending a couple days with us here on the Locked on Syracuse podcast and with Justin, I mean, the, the story about Floyd Little that he told was so powerful to me, and it just kind of shows the outreach of the Orange family, alums, athletes, all that stuff. So, Justin, uh, we thank you for coming on the podcast, and we look forward to having you on again sometime in the future. Hopefully, maybe, maybe you're listening to this right now while, while you're on a run, Justin. So, thanks so much for being one of our biggest supporters as well. On tomorrow's show, we will get into some basketball recruiting stuff because, As we're speaking on a Wednesday, we should be getting a decision on Frank Anselm, the four-star, one of the best guys remaining in the class of 2020, so he'd be eligible immediately to play for the upcoming season, whenever we may see this upcoming season. So be sure to check that out tomorrow. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So for Justin, I'm Tyler. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.